cave of cool. He lived in a castle. He had a giraffe as a friend. A giraffe. Why a giraffe? Because the giraffe looked in the window. Yep. So he had to be an animal tall enough to look in the window. Yep. And he had a, a, a Rusty the Rooster. A rooster. Who was in a, it was in a bag, in a bag. So, that a, so that a puppeteer could work in. <laughs> and he had two jazz kitties. Why two jazz kitties? I have no idea. Go to the Cave of Cool, your sources of everything cool on the internet, to read my latest review of Hobbs and Shaw, which has, of course, Idris Elba in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's what the hell's her name? Oh, I love her. Oh, God, what's her name? She's a new actress, with, and she has got the best overbite. Oh, Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. And she's kind of kick-ass, and yep. she plays uh, Jason Statham's sister. Yeah. And the movie is total nonsense. It's hawkwash. The movie's about a killer virus, and yeah. and but Indris Elba's this this uh, genetically, electronically, uh, cybernetically modified. Yeah, he's Black being. Superman. He's Black Superman, but he's working. There's another, um, you know, um, organization around him, and these two spend most of their time, you know, with tiresome banter. Tiresome. <laughs> it's just tiresome. Thank God for some some stunt casting that shows up. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I won't ruin it for you by telling you who, but you probably could recognize. Um, but there are some pretty famous actors that show up as stunt casting in the middle of the story, which yeah. are pretty pretty funny. Um, uh, but but again, it's another movie where I kind of it's you know how how bigger can we get after all these Mission Impossible, all these um, mm -hmm. Fast and Furious movies, right? Yeah. This one goes pretty pretty batshit crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But it's almost like it's exhausting. Yeah. You know, every, so I'm exhausted with another chase through the city. I'm exhausted with more fights where our heroes do get hit, but they don't even have a mark on them. Mm -hmm. um, they're not losing teeth, right? Yeah. No one has a black eye mm -hmm. um, while they kick 20 guys' asses, yeah. right? And it just and, – and, and, and all, their, all their success depends on a stuntman being in the right place at the right time when this person's swinging a certain way, mm -hmm. Right. You never would fight like that. I would see nobody fight like that in real life. Five guys would overwhelm a Jason Statham, mm -hmm. right? And would maybe he'd hit two of them, but all five of them. I've watched enough live freaking PD to know this. Yeah. A guy in acid who was naked on yesterday's live PD, right? One cop drop kicked him. That's all it took, <laughs> and they were on him. Three guys, three cops had him in cuffs, and and in fact that was the comment when they came back. That was textbook drop kick, right? That Tom Morris Jr. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I had to rewind and look and went, yeah. And he drop kicked him and stayed on his feet, the cop. Uh -huh. But he took down the naked guy on acid, <laughs> and so no way Jason Statham <laughs> fights twenty guys, right, in a in a narrow hallway. Hmm. I mean, it's fiction, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't get close the door when you open it, and there's twenty bad guys in there, and run. Yeah. And Don't and try to say, fight them. It's nonsense, but it's but it's it's wonderful nonsense. Well, everybody has a plan till they get hit, right? Well, yeah. Everyone has a plan. Mm -hmm. Unless you've been hit in the face, you have no idea what you do at that point. So mm -hmm. run and avoid that whole mental game. Mm -hmm. Okay, me, so kid. Hobson Shaw, you, you, it's worth seeing. Again, if you like it, but don't like don't don't expect it to stay in your brain any longer than than mm -hmm. it takes to watch it. Yeah. Right. Because it's a hogwash, and if you try to analyze it like I was trying to do, till I realized, what are you doing, Calvin? Mm -hmm. You're doing this for a rock movie, right? You're trying to make sense of it. <laughs> you, you know, come on, this isn't Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I still haven't seen yet. No. But I hear is a slow burn, but pays off in the end. So, mm -hmm. 
I, I do want to see it. I hear good things about the guy playing Bruce Lee. So um, I actually, I've heard all I've heard is uh, disparagement about that whole scene. Uh, people who oh, really? knew Bruce Lee are, are actually taking Quentin Tarantino to task for Ooh. not getting Any, who Bruce Lee was. Anybody famous that we know? Uh, well, uh, Bruce Lee's uh, daughter actually apparently is is very upset with the whole thing. What about Kareem? Did Kareem say anything? I don't know if Kareem said anything. Kareem would know. How about about, um, that actor um, um, that was in him with uh, Into the Dragon? Um, Not the black guy, but the white guy who was in everything, everything bad. Uh, Oh, God. He was, he was, uh, um, um, he's that robot in Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, John Saxon. John Saxon. He wouldn't have anything to say because I think he's dead, actually. Okay, then he had nothing to say. But, uh, yeah, definitely anyone who knew Bruce Lee, and this is, like, includes some of his friends and and some of the people who was who he was in movies with right um are basically saying that that whole scene with with the bruce lee is is disrespectful and it's and it would never have happened okay i mean the whole thing it's it's a fictional thing but apparently right. mike ma uh does an amazing job of playing bruce lee that's what i hear i and then, then even the little clip i saw on, on the trailer yeah I, that the way he talks like him mm-hmm. that's I've seen enough clips of Bruce Lee talking to know that that's how he spoke, right? Yeah. But uh, and who knows if he went around like that? Yeah. But people <laughs> are saying that that's not what Bruce Lee was really like. People, people well, then I'm are just, saying that's. Well, then, I hope you, they're not going to come out next and say that wasn't the way Django really was. Because yeah. I'll be really disappointed. Well, I, I, I'm sure that you know I, I don't know if anyone's going to come out and say you know. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, Charles Manson Django. wasn't really like that. You know? No, Django wasn't really a slave. No. John, yeah, yeah. But Sharon Tate did, did look was pretty and like Margot Robbie, so that's yeah. kind of good visual casting. Yeah. Um, but again, that's it's a. I haven't seen it. I, I've been avoiding I spoilers. I don't know anything about it. I've got my I've got my 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 uh, screener, but I haven't. Yeah, I haven't okay, committed yeah. to it yet. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I'm more outraged by. Uh, Oh, you know, you know. Sometimes you predict the future, and and it turns out to be bad. Like you predict the future, and then the future happens. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you this re- really weird, quick story. Okay. I'm, I'm lying in bed the other day, and I felt this wave come over me. It was like, it was not electric, not being electrified, mm-hmm. but it was like everything went. It just flushed out. It's like the Matrix, I thought, right? Okay. I'm looking for another white cat, right? Right. You know, like they changed something, and the whole thing glitched for a second. Uh. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what the fuck was that? The woke basically woke me up, right? Yeah. Because I was I had that that frightened response, you know? Yeah. It's like all my body shoved adrenaline in me at one time, uh-huh. right? It was almost like somebody needled me with adrenaline, right? Right. So I get up, and I'm sitting there and I'm making this this post. I'm finishing this post, and I'm thinking about this, and it was for the Rocketeer because I found a bunch of Rocketeer pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, boy, there's an underused Disney property. Mm. That they could have made a series out of, right? Yeah. Uh, even even a cartoon, even a kids series would be kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. With the kind of animation they got that they put into the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, not five minutes later, I get a comment from somebody who sends me a link to a sneak peek <laughs> for the Rocketeer, <laughs> and it's a girl in a fuchsia Rocketeer uh-huh. outfit, and it's called Disney's The Rocketeer, and mm. the title is the Rocketeer lettering, right? Mm. That font. But it's in fuchsia, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's pink basically, uh-huh. and it's a girl who loves. Of course, she she puts on the jetpack that she finds, mm-hmm. conveniently fits a child, and she flies for the first time all over the place on almost killing herself. But she loves it now. 
Mm-hmm. And she's going to use it, obviously, with her little bulldog. Oh, it's sick. I want to puke. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's on the Cave of Cool. And uh-huh. it just – it was one of those things I went, wow. Yeah. I shunted to a universe or I shunted – it's not – the future didn't happen. I shunted to a universe where this show happened. Yeah. Right? Because I, somebody – I don't know what. It was like the universe I'm, – I'm, I'm predicting things and then I'm going to where they happen. Yeah. Now, I want to predict I, – I, I wrote about Trump like slipping down the, the staircase of Air Force One. Yeah. Which would mean someone would have to oil it down or butter it down, right? Yeah. So I want to see some of you Army guys or Secret Service guys with sticks of butter out there in the hot sun. I want to see a buttering down that metal staircase so that Trump goes for a fall and dies. And I'll take the hit. I'll take the wave over well, me again. Now, that, that came close because apparently this week or just recently uh, Mitch McConnell fell and broke his shoulder. That's not enough, man. Not, I know not for it's me. It's not enough. It's, it's not enough. But it's, oh, what, a, what a Moscow Mitch. I'm glad that bothers him. Yeah. Yeah, well, I still say I still still say do what they did in Puerto Rico for that governor. Two weeks of a million people on the streets, his ass quit. Yeah. If you surround the White House with Trump in there and you yell loser, loser, I'm telling you, eight hours later he's quitting. I mean, and and he'll and don't let him fly out. I mean, you put enough balloons and stuff in the air that restrict. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So he can't fly out. He's got got to sit there and just as the people grow and the porta potties get more used. <laughs> I mean, turn the lawn and throw your dog poop over the fence of the White House. I mean, defile it as he has defiled it until mm-hmm. he leaves. And I'm telling you, man, it, it, that would that would just I would love to see those hillbillies do something like that. But nobody's got the guts. They'd rather watch their their children get get shot and killed. And and for all that, you sons of bitches, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> well, well, I would, actually see, ju- I would rather him. see them show up at, on Election Day and go to the polls. I would, too. And, I would do, but they're not gonna. Well, they're gonna give him another term and more, more moments like these. Again, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. You know, Although that's I tell the you last the, uh... least I can give you, sons of bitches, for <laughs> all your bad gun laws. Uh, you ever see? Je- okay, um, look, there's a comedian. What's his name? Uh, Jesselnik. Mm-hmm. Um, he does this great little bit. It's I'm gonna give it cool. Called thoughts and prayers, mm-hmm. where he talks about it being the most useless phrase he never wants to hear it again mm-hmm. um he never wants to hear anybody use it again it's a sign of douchebaggery mm-hmm. to to say the words thoughts and prayers after one of these incidences it's yep. an offense to, to say it mm-hmm. and it should be it should be the new n-word mm-hmm. those that phrase and and because it's an insult unfortunately uh this is timely because today as we speak uh we had uh, there was uh, a second been two actually with the last second of hours, two, of two. One in uh, El Paso and one in um, uh, Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Yep, and I guess the numbers are close. It's what we're in the 280th something of day of the year, and there's yeah. 240 some odd shootings. 250 now, yeah. 250 it was, now, and yeah. It's no. all it's it's been white guys. All white guys. Trump Every supporters. white guy with a manifesto online. Mm, mm-hmm. Geez, boy, hard to find those ones, eh? Yeah. And you know, I, said that I, I have trolls who change their name. To misident- so they don't have to identify themselves, mm-hmm. so they can tell me what a what a fat loser I am, and I'll never have sex with anybody, and no one will ever like me. It's very specific that mm-hmm. troll, right? Yeah. I've got two trolls, and they all they got different names, yeah. but their comments of me are very specific, and they're very similar, yeah. right? It's like it, it, it's like what, who are you trying to fool? Well, you should right? ask them. Do does it, do you get paid in rubles? Uh, pff, who cares? They're, they're not they're not getting they're not getting the attention they want. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Because they're not getting posted on my my blog, yeah. I'm not giving them any oxygen whatsoever, and it drives them insane. Yeah, don't don't give them oxygen. Uh, exactly. Don't feed the trolls. Exactly, and it's, it's I love it. 
because I got one another guy on Facebook is like, if you want to challenge me, you know how to find me. No, I oh. don't want to challenge you. Why do you think I say nasty, mean things to you? Because I don't want to have this discussion with you. Mm-hmm. I say maybe two lines of something nasty, and that's it. It drives him nuts. Yeah. He thinks I want him to convince me. I don't. I'd rather have a potato convince me. You know? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, how can you support Donald Trump these days? What does he have to do? What racist thing? You know, if he says the N-word, it only will make him more popular. Yeah. So what does he have to do for you to turn on him at this point, if you haven't already? Well, it's just it. I don't think there's anything. Do you have an answer? He's I done don't. it all. You know what? There was that thing. He, said that, he said that he could. He was so popular he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. Right. Um, and but he's done it basically. Oh, he, exactly. He, not him. He's encouraged other people, and the other people have done it multiple times. You know. And today he says in our faces, we must eliminate hate. Oh, okay. We'll go be best, like your Slovenian whore told us to be. Be best, not be the best. No, be best. Yeah. It's he can't even get Is the language thing right. You have to eliminate hate. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, there's a when good he way to, patient I can zero. think of a really good way to start. Yeah, he's patient. He calls other people racist. Yeah. You know, like Elijah Cummings, you know, that drives me nuts too. Yeah. Elijah should take him in a room and just, just beat the fuck out of him. The thing is, though, his words have encouraged people to shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. He's, I mean, you know, he's he's already gone out of the supervillain playbook. He's kidnapped children, put them oh, in cages. Yes. What more does yeah. he need to do? You know, and tell us that the, they're nice cages. They're mm-hmm. very well run. Not like yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore's yeah. cages, children cages, are not run well. Yeah, oh, right. they don't have those in Baltimore. Mm, I guess who wins? Yeah. You know, I mean, and he seems and he, he seems to use the word infested whenever he talks about black people. Yeah, and his son Jared has apartment buildings that are currently in litigation because they're mouse infested, <laughs> rat infested, mm. rat infested. Where did he yeah, get that in his brain? Right. Yeah. Where did he get that? Oh, and I watched another thing on, on, on reliable sources. This this uh, girl who wants to calls herself a Republican strategist went mm-hmm. to Baltimore, filmed the worst part of Baltimore, right? Yep. Made a little film thing up um, and got it on her local news about being rat infested, right? right. Got picked up by Fox. Mm-hmm. And the very that day, that's when Trump started talking about Baltimore being rat infested. Oh, really? Because of a little thing that she made up, but but he he Brian Setzer he he took the whole thing on reliable sources and he just showed the progress of it because they had it as it evolved in real time right mm-hmm. from the local station where she she's a reporter yeah to to it getting to Fox and how Trump basically parroted the stuff she she showed mm-hmm. and some of her footage mm-hmm. that she showed in some of the worst places of Baltimore <laughs> even though Baltimore has got the highest black um um. Uh, earned income. Uh-huh. More blacks are college educated that live in, in Elijah Cummings distri- district. Uh-huh. It's one of the shining lights of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's not the shithole parts of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So again, Trump against talking out of his ass. Yeah. I mean, how do you explain that to somebody who doesn't get it? Well, you can't. You can't convince anybody. Actually, I was there was a whole. I was listening to a thing about uh, tribalism in politics and about identity politics, and you know, people talk about identity politics. But they don't really understand it. I mean, your politics are basically, you know, informed by your right. identity as either a Republican or a Democrat. And but do you feel wrong? Do you feel like your your side is wrong? The side you believe in is wrong. Do I believe that I, my, yeah. the side that I believe in is wrong? No. Yeah. Right. How could they believe the side that they're on is not wrong? That's just How, it. where's it's... the disconnect between us as human beings? Mm-hmm. We've it's... all been exposed to the same environment. Yeah. 
Well, we're all eating the same shitty food, watching the same shitty TV. It's the identity politics. There's probably more that we have in common. We probably agree on more, but because we have to identify with certain tribes, um, you know, we we will polarize ourselves. We will go to extremes. It's a you know very complex psychological thing, which I was listening to. On so a, you're saying on you're podcast. saying it's you're saying it's impossible to overcome that kind of wiring because it's in it's ingrained. It's uh, innate. So it's we have to either destroy them or they destroy us. I mean, it, how far do we let them be idiots as they are right now? Well, when when does it when is it enough? Well, that's just it. I mean, the, after um, World War II, you know, when the uh, camps were liberated, a lot of people who supported the Nazis just kind of faded away and said, "Oh yeah, I wasn't there." Right? Yeah, I they went to Paraguay. Like you know, they, I like they went to Paraguay, or, or they just kind of sort of slunk, slunk home and said, "Yeah, I was against it from the beginning, really." You know, <laughs> bullshit. I've seen that one picture. One picture. Where it's it's taken at one of these rallies, mm-hmm. and it shows everybody doing the Zig Heil's, uh salute except for one guy, mm-hmm. and and the picture is of probably ten thousand people. Yeah. And but from that distance, you can see who the one guy is, and they've actually identified him. Yeah. They know who the guy is, and yeah. I can't remember his name. I wish I could, but I've posted that picture before, and it it's it's very. When I see something like that, I just say, I'm I cannot be anybody other than that guy. But all of those people, you know, if they didn't get bombed. Or, or, or go into the bunker with Hitler, uh, they would have, uh, you know, just slunk away, just like rats, <laughs> you know, to show up somewhere else. And yep. say, I, I, yep. I, I don't know anything about that. But again, you know? that's the that's the thing that drives me insane because there is no stopping that. There's yeah. not even 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 on a one-on-one level, individual level, it's it's insanely difficult. Mm-hmm. So how do you do it? I mean, you've seen? Did you see the after-school special, The Wall, or the the Wave? The wave, yes. Bruce, Bruce Greenwood. I remember that one, yeah. Bruce, Can- Bruce Greenwood? Greenwood, Canadian actor. Yeah. Right, and he plays this teacher, and he's teaching history, and the kids are wondering how could the German people ever follow Hitler because knowing what they know now, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, it, uh, it's hard to explain. He was very charismatic. It was a message they needed to hear. He revitalized their economy. And so he invents this club called the wave, mm-hmm. and it has this symbol of a wave. Mm-hmm. And the kids are, that are in the wave are, are sort of made more special than the ones that aren't. And there's some kids that buy into it really quick. The losers in the class, one loser who's always being picked on, he becomes kind of a bully for the wave. Mm-hmm. And he's bullying kids who don't believe in it. A couple of smart kids, right? They're going, what the fuck is this? I'm not a part of this, right? I'm not going to. But it starts to be intimidating other students, right? Mm-hmm. And But it starts to build. And the kids are wearing T-shirts. And, and, and it's, a, it's based on a true California um, uh, teacher did this. Um, mm-hmm. This kind of social study without telling anybody, right? Yeah. And then he gathered that they, they they talked about a national convention where all the various wave groups across the country would get together, and all these other high schools, and he would build up this teacher, and he was becoming a he almost had a god complex, right? Mm-hmm. And he had to be checked by other teachers and especially his wife that are you starting to believe in this stuff, right? And he goes. Yeah. It's intoxicating when you're up there, yeah. and they, they're listening to your every word. And well, and he had a couple kids that would follow him around almost like his bodyguards, yeah. right? Because they had this, you know what I mean? He engendered that kind of, you know, that fear and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then he takes them all into the the the, the gymnasium, and he and he says, "You're going to meet your national spokesperson. He's going to come on. And he's going to speak to you about the wave and the future of the wave and everything, right?" Mm-hmm. And he had curtains open, and he flashes one picture of, of Hitler. And he leaves it up there, and the kids are all, "What the fuck?" Yeah. What the fuck? And it, it, the the way the show it's again it's an after school special, one of those ABC ones. I remember. And you yeah. can watch it on Facebook, um, it's and YouTube, it's there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and then he comes out and he explains to them how easy it was. How easy was it for you to, yeah. you know, and some kids were like in tears. Yeah. Some kids might have won and committed suicide. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to learn more about the, the real story it's based on. But again, it is very possible to, to do it. Yeah. You know, I will tell you something. And this, this gave me a little bit of hope. There is actually a school district somewhere in the States, which does that. They, they actually would do that experiment. They, they, they build it up kind of something like that where they you know they create something like that as a, a way of demonstrating how easy it is to get into that mindset wow recently though they did it as they've been doing it for years they, they do the same thing they do it for years and they do the same you know what what you described they explain it that this is yep, how yep. it happens but this in you know recent in recent years they've started doing it and some of the students basically said hey Hang on a second. This is wrong. And they've actually gone over the stu- teachers' heads to the, you know, to the school district and said they're mm-hmm. doing this thing, and it's like Nazi Germany, and they're, it's wrong. It's, you know, and they had to actually shut it down because, because. Well, the it, are you? I mean, I'm wondering if, the, was, if and, the teachers, if they did recognize it as that, or they thought the kids were just overblowing it. No, no. Like I kids, would love to know the the the, uh, like I would love to see that confrontation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the ones that figured it out quick, too quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if they wouldn't complain to authorities in the old days, they would have went missing. That's like, true. It would be neat if the school board kind of took them away and put them in a motel somewhere. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> to it, really... it was, the teachers were actually encouraged because they were doing the act – like the students were actually doing the active resistance right. to it, which is but something you that never it? happened before. But see, in the wave, there was no social media. Could That's you imagine true. the bullying today mm-hmm. with that kind of experiment with social media? Yeah. How you could really – if you had the right websites and you had the right – um, 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 celebrity endorsement, and if you had a good cola endorsement, <laughs> yeah. right, and a good chocolate bar endorsement, boy, you could go far. <laughs> yeah, you could make those kids do a lot. Yeah. Speaking of chocolate bar endorsements, yes, did we get we're one? Talk, we're, we're giving a shout out to Nestle's. We're, Why? We're here. For what? We're here. We're Still, here. We're, we're they're going to just keep ignoring me because they think I'm I'm controversial. Sure, but they'll make me watch a Pink Rocketeer. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I want to love it. It's like I want to be impossible about it. And I, I like the little bulldog, but you know, there's going to come the episode where, where the bulldog will put on the rocket pack <laughs> and somehow save the day. And I'll be rolling my eyes, and they'll stick that way. Yeah. And, and and then my my eyesight will be useless. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, it's funny going back to your thing about you know the glitch in the matrix or shifting universes or whatever that sliders I felt it, moment man. that you had. There was a Facebook cartoon recently about people, two guys who were sliding from universe to universe. They get to this one universe and they say, are, are we in a different universe? He said, well, let's find out. And they said, who's president? And the guy says, Keanu Reeves. He said, okay, we're staying here. <laughs> <laughs> See, we all would. Yeah. God, could you imagine if he just went to the White House and just – you know, we won't talk about what happened. They'll clean up the mess. Yeah. We won't ask questions. Boxes will be moved in the middle of the night. Keanu will be in charge. Yep. And he'll find a good vice president, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that guy that plays Ted, uh, Bill in Bill and Ted. So or, that or, we or don't know a lot. You know? Yeah, I'm sorry. We don't know a lot about him, but we don't want to know a lot about him. Like most <laughs> vice presidents, yeah. right? Because they're weird if we know a lot about them. Yeah. They're like Pence weird. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, Bill and Ted coming back. Right they're, with they're, uh, they're with uh, the, the guy who played Death. Um, what's his name? Um, William Sanderson. When, William Sa- Sanders or Sanderson? I think it's Sanderson. Okay. Yeah. He he was in a lot of things. He was in one of my very favorite shows um, that took place in at Water. Was it Wonderfalls? Wonderfalls. Wonderfalls. It's a Canadian, yeah. Canadian show it takes place at Niagara Falls, 
It's about this girl who has these little plastic uh, lion who's got mm -hmm. a smushed face. Like you can make it, you can print it. It's molded plastic. Yeah. It's from a molded plastic machine, but the lion's head smushed because yeah. it's defective. But it starts talking to her mm -hmm. and telling her, giving her these these little riddles and clues yeah. about how to fix her life. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's very very good. Wonderfalls. Look for the trailer. Um, it's very well done. The girl is very cute and attractive and appealing. Mm -hmm. And but she's kind of like uh, this sad sack. And she has a uh, an older sister who's very accomplished. And he plays the father, which William, made me think okay. of it. Actually, it, it right. is William Sadler. I was I was incorrect. It's not William Sanderson. William Sanderson's a different actor. M M William Sandler. William Sadler. Sadler. Okay, good, plays good. Death. But yeah. yeah, he's in the new Bill and Ted. But also yeah. Wonderfalls. It's... Actually, William Sadler was he played the guy from uh, Section Thirty One in Deep Space Nine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Anyway. That's right. And he was also no, he's no, he wasn't the one that was in uh, Apocalypse. No. Or Armageddon. No. Armageddon. That's a different guy. Yeah, okay. Different guy. Sorry. But Alex Winter is a uh, is a uh, Alex Winter. That's Alex right. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are Bill and Ted. And, and uh, I'm kind of, and I'm kind of, I'm a little charmed. I'm not annoyed that it took this long. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that Keanu's full on board with it, mm -hmm. and I'm glad that he brought Alex LeRong with him because really, of the two, someone got the screwgy. Yes. Right. Let's admit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Alex Winter didn't maybe have the look, but maybe, maybe, maybe. I hope he's been directing and stuff, right? I hope he's been, been active. I hope he hasn't been sitting stewing in bitterness and like me, you know. I hope he's, <laughs> I hope he's made something of his life, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, Alex Winter was kind of like the uh, Andrew Ridgely of. of yeah, know. really, eh? Poor Andrew. Well, and Andrew, Andrew, if we can be honest, just two men to us, he was the better looking one of the two. Well. Right? Yeah, he was. <laughs> so really, he got screwed two ways. He, you're not, you're not only the best, the, the the least, the best looking one, but you got kicked out of Wham. Yeah, I mean, where yeah. do you go from there? Yeah. You go nowhere. You, you don't go, go to nowhere. Frankie goes to Hollywood. No. Yeah. You're not going to any other groups. Van Halen is not picking you up. <laughs> I mean and, and of course George Michael's got a good enough voice that they don't need your bad backup, right? Yeah. yeah. They can reproduce that with digitally now. Yeah. Ooh. And it is kinda well, it was kinda sad with Andrew Ridgely because uh, honestly George Michael did write all the songs, you know. Right. I he, felt more sorry for Christopher Cross myself, but hmm? Christopher Cross. I felt more sorry for him. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, Video Killed the Radio Star. Video killed Christopher Cross. Yeah, because he did sailing, but then he went on TV and sang sailing in a tight sweater when he had dad bodies like you and me. Yeah. I mean, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. It was just, it was a bad moment in time. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the Buggles must have looked at that and said, bing, bing, ching, ching. <laughs> right? So really, everything happens as it should. Because mm -hmm. you still remember Christopher Cross, so that means I'm, I'm in a semi-familiar um Dimension. Yes. Because if I make a if I make a reference and you don't get it, I'm going to be get, get a little worried, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were the guy that watched something boil forever, right? I was that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And your family did turn on you, but didn't tell me that you, they were adding things to the boiling. The, the, I still think of that. I still think of that. That was I could have asked that question, but I didn't. Yeah. That's a flaw in my character that I didn't <laughs> pursue it further. You basically, I let them besmirch you, and really, I was ready to just – and I did slam you, but I had more, well, right, until you stopped me and reminded me, hey, Cal, they were putting something in it. <gasps> you you calmed my my rage. It was like yeah, the Hulk. Well, I know. You know. If I was watching Milk Boil for, for, for 10 minutes, I would be – Yeah, <laughs> but there was an end result. And it, it wasn't like on loop like the Fire Log channel, no, right? No, although – I've never seen them change a log. I hear it happens, but I've never seen it. Yeah. I mean, when does that happen? 
I, it, I, I have seen it because I have sat in front of the fireplace channel for hours. You've seen time. them change a log or add a log? Yeah. I heard I that have, was a myth. I, I have because usually I'll be sitting in front, you know, Christmas season, I'll be yeah. too full or too drunk to actually move out of the couch. Of course. Yeah, so it's the fireplace and you can still reach food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's still beer in reach. There's still chocolates on the field That's right. in reach. So and, you're, and beside you is at least now. yeah. And beside you is at least three bowls of something crunchy. Yeah, that's right. right. So you're you're living good still. And you don't have to shit. So man, <laughs> you could be there for an hour or two at least. Yeah. So I have seen the fire log change. You know. Do you see a hand, or does the log just drop? Actually, there's a hand. It's a it's wearing a check shirt. So it's very Canadian. You know. Yeah, they'll it's probably finish. They probably got a Finnish shirt. guy that got a Couldn't, Canadian guy's job. Couldn't be. <laughs> Damn um, Finns. Actually, gets even grabs the poker and sort of moves the. Oh, the, he does the that too. Around. He's that arrogant. He's that bold with actually, our fire. My, uh, my, my kids, when they were younger, they were kind of scared of him. Actually, it's like they were they they scared of the hand. <laughs> well, I would be too. But they see. But we have been lear- we learned from the friendly giant that seeing a big hand move little furniture mm-hmm. was not a thing to be afraid of. No, because he'd put the one in front of the fire for you, and you know, yeah. thank God, because when I was that age, I couldn't have lifted that rocking chair. No, to get it near the fire. Yeah. So I needed a friendly yeah, giant. The friendly giant needed. So I was not afraid of a big a big hand coming in my my fires. You know. <laughs> yes. Different times, man. Different times. Different times. Yes. Uh, a friendly giant. Yeah. That's a you good know, show, man. Ex- try and explain that to people. That you can. Canadian. He lived in a castle. He had a giraffe as a friend. A giraffe. Why a giraffe? Because the giraffe looked in the window. Yep. So he had to be an animal tall enough to look in the window. Yep. And he had a, a, a Rusty the Rooster. A rooster. Who was in a, it was in a bag, in a bag. So, that a, so that a puppeteer could work in. <laughs> and he had two jazz kitties. Why two jazz kitties? I have no idea. But one played the drums and, and the other the... played... Uh, what he played some kind of uh, this trumpet or something. Wasn't it the stand-up bass? I thought it was. I think it was the stand-up bass. Yeah. yeah. But they were jazz kitties. Yeah, they, they never said anything. They were two mm-hmm. black cats. Mm-hmm. Right. So really, they were kind of the first integrated show. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, because they had black cats on there. But yeah. they always played along. And and the, the 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 and the the instrument he taught us how to play was the freaking recorder. Of course. And it was the only one they gave us every year that they never yeah. cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Right. You t- they told us you were getting a new one, but it never came wrapped or anything. <laughs> it wasn't in a identically sealed package, so you knew, you know, you got some other kids, right? Yep. It wasn't like a mouth guard that could be molded to your mouth after it got hot. Remember those? Yeah. They had to put in the water uh-huh. to soften up. But no, but not that recorder. All the kids in Canada of a certain age know the song. I mean, you know, you, they don't know when they you – know, you, you can say early one morning – Yep. The name of the song. Nah, and, they have nah, no idea nah. what it is. and you see that castle. But you start playing it and all the kids, it's like, oh, yeah. Right. Because we all had to play that song. Yeah. Because that's probably the easiest recorder song. I think mm-hmm. it's got like, it's like anything. It's like ACDC. There's only three notes, right? Yeah. They have three chords or whatever you have to know, right? <laughs> and when a whole class is playing it, you, they know who the kid that's out of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I see online, those, again, those kids that do uh, Crazy Train by uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Right, but they do it in their their percussion class. So they got glockenspiels, and they got the uh, they got uh, some guitars. They've got um, you know don't 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 right. But the most of it is 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 the glockenspiel types, right? Yeah. The, what are they called? The the well, it's all percussion, and it's it's a, the triangle, and it's the the. But they do Crazy Train by Ozzy, and it sounds like Ozzy should just be in there singing it. <laughs> and they're do 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 do. 
dun-dun-dun, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Crazy Train of the Kid Class. Um, you got to look for that. Okay. Um, I'm, another one I got to put up the Cable put Cool that, because – Put that up at the Cable Cool. It, again, and I'm thinking my back to my music classes, my God, we're barely playing the recorder. While the kids that can't handle recorder have got the sand blocks or, oh, of yeah. course, the kid that's always got the triangle, yep. right? But they give that to the kid with the helmet with the stickers on it, right? Yeah. You know, who doesn't have to take math with us, you know, you know what I mean? Because he's spending that whole class cleaning his locker because he gets an extra couple stickers if he cleans his locker really well. You know, those are called life skills. It's like presidential time for Trump, you know? <laughs> yeah. We didn't hold it against that kid, but there was a reason we couldn't throw balls at him in dodgeball. He just couldn't play dodgeball with the rest of us. He had to sit on the side and keep score. They gave him two little flags. So if you were out, he'd put the flag up. And you could not even be hit, but if he put the flag up, you were out. And no one ever questioned him, right? So I watched him because I was out early once. He was fucking with kids that weren't really hit. They were, like, close to hit. He was smart enough to know, right, that it was an injustice, but he still leveled it anyway. (laughs) So I'd given him a red card, right, and he went nuts with it. And someone would go, oh, he didn't get me. Yeah, he did. He did. He said. And they'd always believe him. But I'd go, I'm going nowhere near him. But you couldn't question it, right? No. Because then you're the bad kid yeah. who can walk, right? <laughs> he took the little bus and he lived on my crescent, right? Mm-hmm. And I walked home in two minutes. So come on. His handler didn't want to push him that, you know, half a street. Because <laughs> I live close enough to school to go home for lunch <laughs> yeah, and so, watch cartoons. Yeah. Him, it was a 20-minute job. 20-minute bus ride, yeah. Wow, a bus, and a bus ride, exactly. Yeah. I kept thinking, why don't I, can't I ride home? I live down the street from him. And I thought, because I could be home now. I could be home before, you know, he's even out of his seat, right? Oh, man, I felt sorry for him. But, yeah. but you know, you have to laugh. I mean, how do you get through it? You have to laugh at dark things. That comedian Jesselneck, he's a young guy. He taught me about that. Yeah, talked about dropping a baby, and he made it funny, you know. So he's worth watching, uh-huh. worth listening to. He's got a really great droll delivery, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that uh, Miss Francis will hear this, and you know, she'll go on the YouTube's and she'll look for Jesselnick, uh, thoughts and prayers, and that's the name of his uh, special, mm-hmm. and it's very good comedy special, and just his whole delivery and the dark topics he gets into, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's very funny. So I hope she'll find one of his his dark jokes and. Um, you know, and he made like, when is it okay to make like a 9/11 joke? You know, when's yeah. it okay to make a Boston bomber joke? Um, so, be like today, when's it okay to make a shooting victim joke? Well, because yeah. it'll be another one tomorrow. There will be another. Well, that's just it. That's the. Because don't these things come in three and it's a long weekend? So, so that's the worst bingo, thing bango. about today's shooting is that we have to call it today's shooting. Yeah. yeah. And the guy was a nutcase with a manifesto. What do you know? Oh, and, you know. and the and the thing about the crazy thing about that is that the guy had to drive nine hours to get there. Why there? Wasn't he, there a, a festival near where he lived? I don't Did know. Did they not grow garlic anywhere near him? But Did he it have to be garlic? Nine hours to get there, but he uploaded the manifesto twenty minutes before he started shooting, so he would have had to drive all that way to get there. But he knew enough to know that if he uploaded his manifesto before he got in the car, someone would have found it and they would have arrest them on the way. Arrest them. Yeah, exactly. So, they, so he was he's like he's not mentally but, you know, he's not he's not And he's awful vain. Like to think that his manifesto was that good that yeah. it would find sane people mm-hmm. in a moment like that in nine yeah. hours. Come yeah. on. I mean but, me I do something like that. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm busted twenty two minutes, maybe, right? Easy. 
because I'm a threat. But but him, <laughs> come on, it can't be that good. So he, he would have he had to have done it from the parking lot. You know, wow, that's lame, upload man. Upload the manifesto and then that's ego. Yeah, that's ego. When, that's ego. Because once they caught you and got your name, and then they're gonna find your manifesto. That's lame, man. Yeah. When they find your manifesto after the fact, that's that's bush league. Yeah, but if that's you find a rookie, it too soon, if you find it too, if they find it, you know, too far ahead of the thing. Well, halfway then they through stop the movie. It from happening. Yeah. Halfway through the movie. Yeah. So they got a chance to stop it. That's right. Because you got stopped by a tourist bus, and you couldn't kill all the tourists because you look like Johnny Depp, and they wanted to take your picture. <laughs> and that's the way how they catch you. There you go. <laughs> Those damn Japanese tourists put it up on their social media. But yeah, um, Hobbs and Shaw, man. I don't know, man. I'm just thinking about it. It's just I don't know. It's like every other Fast and Furious you've ever seen. Oh, and The Boys, I hear that's really good. No, you haven't seen I've, The Boys. I've, I've got The Boys. You've seen, you seen The Boys? I have seen The Boys. Is it good? It is so good. Well, then I will start it today. It is what Watchmen the movie should have been. Oh. Uh, if, if, you know, um, what's his name, uh, didn't have this fetishization of the superheroes. Well, Alan Moore. Uh, no, not Alan Moore. Alan Moore got it. See, Alan Moore, this is... Oh, you're talking uh, Jack, uh, Zach, Zach Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, if, if Zach Snyder hadn't, you know, been been obsessed about, you know, Doctor Manhattan's you know, junk yeah. hanging out, uh, this would have been, this should have been what the movie was, you know, and it was, uh, this, the superheroes are frightening, right? <laughs> they're they're definitely a threat, and 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 it's not for the squeamish, it's not for the, the yeah. I've seen part. I've seen the Red Band trailer, so that's yeah. why I'm into it. And Carl but, Urban can do no wrong with me. Carl Urban's fantastic. Actually, who you know who's really good? Jack Quaid, uh, who plays the uh, the main character. He's actually the the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Wow. Yeah, and he's that's a the good Quaid. Guy. That's not the crazy Quaid. Not the crazy Quaid. Although he would be crazy Quaid's nephew. But, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he's and a, his mom is 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 Frankenberry right now because of all her. Oh, she ruined that face. With, <laughs> but, with her. Uh, uh, Jack Wade is good. The, the boys. Oh, uh, good. The, the cast is fantastic. And uh, uh, Simon Pegg has, awesome. has a role in it. Yeah. Well, I like him in anything, too. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, you've, you've decided the next thing I'm going to watch. Definitely very worth watching. I, I binged it very quickly. There's um, you know, only so many episodes. And they are going to be doing a, sec- a second season. Um, right on. They have to be because it, it it ends in a bit of a cliffhanger, but but worth worth getting. But it's to a good it place to end good. it. You know, it's good. it's a. No, that's good to see Carl Urban come back to to that kind of TV mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. Like he always picks good projects. Yeah. I always thought a Dread series would be really good with him. A Dread series after Dread Three D was awesome. Yeah. Was amazing movie. Yeah. But um, yeah. So the boys is fantastic. Well, then definitely I'm gonna we'll be talking about that next time. Um, stuff that's coming up. Uh, one of the things that came out of the San Diego Comic Con was the Picard trailer. Yeah, the Picard series. Uh, I liked it. it. It gave you the you know he needs a cap. They need a captain. He needs a crew. Mm-hmm. You know, the dog called number one. The, the dog that's called good. number one. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, the you know from the trailer we 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 got a lot of stuff out of it, but. You know, the most the biggest thing, of course, was right at the end where they have data. Right. So data, or is that or is that before? Uh, that's just it. Who is it? Is it before? Is it well? Lore? Data was destroyed in the explosion of the scimitar. And they talk about that. You know, they say that you know data had had uh, sacrificed himself for, to save Picard. But you know what? 
maybe he downloaded. I mean, he did have that that computer on the Enterprise, right? Well, and he, but he did download himself into before. Right. And right. So maybe that's before. But 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 before was very childish. He, but maybe he did something with his his essence, his conscience. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why before is is disassembled. Yeah. Right. And maybe Picard has it could retrieve data's um, uh, memories, creates almost a new data, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was take it, those memories were stored right at that instant before he died. Yep. So he could kind of have every all of data's abilities, mm-hmm. right? And the girl that is involved, could she be another lore, right? Because yeah. she's obviously very special. She's obviously android something. Well, the, the, I don't know. Or is she Borg? Because she seems to be tied uh, up, tied up with the uh, tied in with the the, the the Romulans, the Borg. Right. There's all that stuff, and of course Jerry Ryan returns as seven. That's nine. nice, so and she still looks good. Has got a right a, a, a plot point in this somehow. So who knows if it it could be a new kind of Borg infiltration agent. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, why would the board care about that? Well, or, or it could just be, you know, the, the, so some Romulan faction, maybe the, the Romulan version of Section 31 is uh, you know, trying to retro-engineer Borg technology. Who knows? And they really tried to clone um, Picard, mm-hmm. so who knows? I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, but to see her ability, she is something, you know, she's either some kind of superhuman or... Something that can be replicated because that's why they're after her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Something special that got away, yeah. that is unique. And maybe that's why Data can only understand because he too is unique. That's true. I don't know. But it, it does look intriguing. The, uh, it does. The and, I, does. I, and I like that I, I don't recognize very many of the actors. Yep, again, Jerry Ryan. I'm mm-hmm. really glad she still kept herself up and looks good and mm-hmm. still got that little bit of Borg or, or bit, bit of tech on her face. Yep. Um, so, and she kind of gets, she knows who Picard is. She knows she's got that kind of, she's going to have more, less of a robotic tone and more of a kind of playful, mm-hmm. you know, being a, being a scamp kind yeah. of. Well, after so many years being on the Voyager and, and obviously coming back to the, you know, to the Alpha Quadrant with the Voyager crew is, is going to, you know, Right. Get rid of the Borg stuff, and she's just going to be. She's more of a human. cougar, you know. More of a cougar, right? She's looking to date in <laughs> space, right? She never looked better. So uh, there was a wasn't there an episode, there was an episode of Voyager where she actually went on a date with one of the crew members and, and broke his hand. Was it, I think was it Chicote? Was it Chicote? Or was there? I think she went. She did, went on a date with a minor crew member and oh, ended, okay. up, ended up breaking his hand. Okay, so, right. Because you know, she was too strong. Right. Anyway. Because he was trying to teach her about dating or something. Or dancing or something. Anyway. It was something like that. Day up, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing, of course, is short treks. Uh, there's going to be six short treks showing up before the Discovery Season 3. Three of those short right. treks are going to feature uh, Captain... Um, uh, um, oh, crap. Spock and uh, Captain... Uh, not Kirk, but... Um, 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 oh. Captain, uh, Pike. Captain Pike, yeah. I, I don't know why I blanked on that. I'm glad they they haven't kind of lost him forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like that it could show up, you know? Never know. I would hope that they would be able to do a, make a series with uh, Captain Pike and Spock. I'd love to watch a series with, with you know, Captain really? Pike and Spock on the Enterprise. Because they do know more than they told Starfleet. Yes. About where Voyager is. And if Voyager's in the future, that means Voyager's technology or is discovery. primitive. Yeah. Right. Not They're going to have to. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be like a, a, a Voyager 
where they where they upgraded with the mm -hmm. with the uh, Borg technology, right? Mm -hmm. And they had that blade of armor. Like, remember when yeah. the ship went ch -ch 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 around the ship? That's right. Yeah. But they, they, they had to upgrade as they went along. Mm -hmm. um, but that would be cool. Like, that would be really neat. And I've and only seen one picture of Michael Burnham, and they're on a planet with some black guy. So yeah, I don't they know. Yeah, they're filming they, in Iceland, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, so they obviously pick up other characters. Yep. And I'm glad that the crew, that core crew that's been with the show, um, got to move on with her. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad the doctor stayed, even mm -hmm. though sometimes that can be a little uh, the grassy junior high yeah, well, that relationship yeah. even though they were both yeah one was on uh, adventures in babysitting about the same time mm -hmm. as the other was on degrassi right so yeah. they're they could have been boyfriends back then so it's mm -hmm. you know it, it my my mind that's the way it works yeah. um uh, uh, again so that'll be around but i'm yeah. glad i'm glad they kept the, the core crew i like i like the the bridge crew i mm -hmm. want to learn more about them mm -hmm. um, um again michael is awesome yeah. um and it's everything and it's in the future now, so it's gone further. It's going to go further than any Star Trek has gone before. That's right. And, and they'll the, be hunted. They'll they be will, hunted. Would you think they'll be hunted? For some, they've got the information. Mm -hmm. They've still got the the core. They've got the 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 the, the sphere data. Mm -hmm. And how advanced was the sphere data? Yeah, the sphere data was a huge. Maybe data. the sphere data will allow them to adapt to this new time, and maybe that puts the 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 crosshairs on them. It could very you know? well do. Because the sphere, I mean, it, the 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 what was it called? Did it really die? The the, the collective? Did it really die? Mm. With Leland? Oh, the uh, uh, control. Control, yeah. yeah control, did sorry. it die? Yeah, did it die with Leland? Did it die with Leland, or did it wait two thousand years for Discovery to reappear? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, to begin that battle again. But these are questions that we'll look forward to having answered. And but before then, the short treks uh, look interesting. Yep, they'll be on uh, space. Or can you see the trailers for them? You can see the trailers for them. I'll look for them then. I'll send you a link. Um, one you. of them has tribbles in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's Good. something Good. that I'm very much looking forward see, to. See, that, 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 that I love because people that really, really hate Discovery but really, really like old school Star Trek, mm -hmm. uh, you might know some of them I'm speaking of, yeah. it'll make their head explode. Yep. Because go, I want to see tribbles, but no, a Discovery. But they're tribbles, <laughs> but it's Discovery. Tribbles, <laughs> tribbles, tribbles. And they'll they'll have to choke it back to watch, just like I have to choke back every time I see Millie Bobby Brown. I have to choke back the fact that she is in anything. Millie oh, Bobby man. Brown, yeah. One expression. I'm telling you, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to see her even shed a tear. I mean, um, it's like it's annoying that she makes money. Like how much per second on screen does she make for one expression? I'll give you three expressions for half the price. <laughs> And I'll pitch your chocolate by the whole freaking time. Mm -hmm. What, I'm not pretty enough? <laughs> Do you see the hat I put on on Facebook there? I did see the hat, yes. And how much I got I got overruled by the idiot mass audience <laughs> who didn't care about my humiliation, no. If you if you really wanted to humiliate me, you should have said, looks great, Cal, go. Because <laughs> then I would have been really a fool, but I'm glad you guys stopped me because I probably would have looked goofy. Oh, well, you know, it was it did look a little bit like a prospector. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I can't. Yeah, really, I can't pull off my, many other so, looks. You know, I can't pull off hats. There's some hats that I just can't. I can't pull off. I, you know, my, I drive my wife crazy whenever we're in a store, like a men's store with something, and there's hats. I all start putting them on. Doing. Oh, and you think voices, you'll look so. good in a nice fedora, and you hope it'll be like magic, right? Like it, or even that little that little hat that they put on a dog once. I saw a mm -hmm. picture of you know any dog look good in a hat. We yeah. wouldn't look good in it. Yeah. Beret. I had one hat we wouldn't that look I looked good in. good in. It was a fedora. 
uh, back when oh. Indiana Jones, uh, nice. the, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, way back then, nice. they, they, they put out these fedoras, these Indiana Jones fedoras, right. and I bought one. I bought the black one. And I, but did I you feel it. like a goober because everyone would go, hey, Indy? No, so no. You couldn't really I enjoy it. I didn't, I didn't go the brown one. I went with the, the black one. So okay. the black one looked more like bogey, you know. Ah, like, so you, know, you got so away I with thought, it. That was great. But I, I gave it to my daughter. So, so that's, yeah, and see, and she probably is rocking it because girls in hats yeah. like that, you know, they just, it's magic with that, right? Yeah. And us, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, the only good hat I ever found was that that pom-pom one that I got with the with the Corona one. No, the, the, the Detroit Lions one. The, the, yeah. the blue one. Blue and white one with the pom-pom. Yeah. That's a beautiful hat. Yeah. I will never. I, I have that in right here because it's like will never be found again. I must never lose that hat. The minute it gets cold, it, it comes out. Mm-hmm. Because even even a baseball cap, I don't even have a decent baseball cap. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I can't wear hats. I don't look good in hats. No, hats no. Don't do no. it. Don't do it for me. I'm not that guy, man. I'm not that guy because I, you know, it's maybe, I, and I don't worry about taking it off and the disappointment of the baldness. I mean, I, I enjoy that because mm. the baldness is perfect. I mean, I don't have to deal with my hair yeah. because dealing with hair is insane. Mm. That that you think sleep wastes my time? <laughs> hair would waste my time. Yes. People, women that gotta shave it, and the the decisions, and the blowout, and the and the the, the all the, the with the thing and the thing. I mean, every six weeks I go to the shop, I get my beard a little bit trimmed. She knows not to take too much off. I charm and schmooze the the lady with the blue hairs in there. Yeah. Who think why is this evil <laughs> serial killer in our beauty shop, right? <laughs> But I charmed them all with my conversation about life and the world and, and everything that's topical. And I leave. And, you know, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Cause, so I don't need a hat. But yet, yesterday I worried because I thought I'd be in the sun too long um, mm-hmm. when I was out. But we had that big tree that for nine-tenths of the day blocked the sun from us. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, hats are important for that kind of thing. And I, I do have a couple of baseball caps that I do wear, you know, when I'm going to be out in the sun. They yeah, it's only smart, man. It's only they, smart. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't get heat stroke because I'll die. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got it with the kid once, mm-hmm. and they left me to die. <laughs> On the rocks near the church, I remember. Yeah. They had this big rock display. Yeah. It was like this little fountain thing, and we were climbing on it, and they were so hot, and I passed out on the hot rocks, and my friends just left me there. And it's good things like I and I got some burns like on my hands, yeah, my on my arms. Good thing my face wasn't on the one of the rocks, or I could have been like seriously third degree scarred. I'm talking talking mask. I'm talking mm-hmm. like wearing wearing a Phantom of the Opera mask <laughs> in public. They just left you there to die. They left me there to die because they couldn't wake me up and they I ran mean, home. And thank God one of them said, "Well, where where's everybody?" It's all, all they, they they went to one parent's house and they knew there were like five of them and they had those those um uh, popsicles they make in a in a in a freezer um uh, uh, ice cube tray yeah right. those homemade ones yeah? yeah and they knew there were five kids but they they she only give out four popsicles so she, where's the so other I, kid oh, where's the other kid oh we left him on the rock <laughs> in the sun so she it wasn't far so she came and got me so my arm I had bad sunburn but my arm my hands and stuff would have been even worse because yeah if those rocks were like totally hot so uh-huh. I would like in a sauna and went to a, a hotter sauna uh-huh. so it's like ah. and yeah. I remember because it was like being uh, it, uh, it feels like it was felt like being hung over in a way because uh-huh. when you're dehydrated like that 
That's what feels the worst because you, you want to puke and but you can't make water mm -hmm. enough water to puke. Uh, the sun is my enemy. Yeah. Me yeah, me too. Me too. I come from those kind of people. I'm not a yeah. you know, I'm not a sun guy. This has been a COC production.